Welcome to Tailboard Talk, a fourth shift fitcast. The mission of Tailboard Talk and the fourth shift fitness is to educate and train fire service personnel to increase durability and decrease the potential for injuries and their associated costs. My name is Chris Morella, owner and founder of Fourth Shift Fitness. I'll use my experience as a personal trainer, strength coach, and 15-year veteran of the fire service to deliver tips, tricks, lessons, and information specifically geared towards the health and wellness of firefighters and paramedics. Each episode, you'll leave with immediate deliverables that will improve performance and resilience and keep you in the fight through your career and into retirement. Let's get into it. What topic did you think of when I told you that I failed at scheduling? And so I need you to fill in today because days, weeks when I work Tuesday is difficult because it means everything has to be done Monday. Right. So it's a day and a half less than every other week, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So you're filling in. Yes. And I told you approximately three hours ago, I need you to fill in because I didn't have anything to talk about solo. Okay. That was like sparking my interest. So I was like, maybe you can be my inspiration today. So inspire me. Oof. Um, oh, I did not think of a topic. Okay. At all. Do you want to have talk about what happened at the park today? Oh. Where I had to almost physically restrain you from murdering a four and a half year old? First of all, that's a strong word. What? Murder. I might just be ready to yell at him. <laughs> yeah. Elliot was not nice. Nope, but his mom dropped the hammer on him. She sure did. <laughs> for an unrelated issue. Yeah. For not the reason he was being a jerk to Nathan. And then he did something on accident, and she yelled at him, and then everybody stopped, and then she yelled at him with all three names. <laughs> she sure did. And Immediately. And then she marched him across the <laughs> the playground. Yelling at him. And you were mad because he was being a jerk to Nathan. Nathan was already playing with the next thing. He had no idea what was going on. But I did. So he knows. I mean, it's nice to know that he ignores us as much. Or he ignores other people as much as he ignores us. Because he was oblivious to that could be a jerk to him. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. He told him, have a, okay, thanks, guys. Have a good day. I know. And you, the kid was like actively being a dick. Yes. Elliot needed to be put in his place. He did. And then four minutes later, his mom did do that. <laughs> Big time. Oh, yeah. For the whole playground to hear. Oh, yeah. So, karma. So, good luck, Elliot. <laughs> um, how are you doing adjusting to... Teenager Nathan? Uh, not too bad. I feel like we're turning a corner with him. Yeah. A little bit. Not majorly. He's finally going to bed on his own now again. A set of 45 minutes of nose rubs, cuddles, going back and forth into the bed. He's saying yes to things now and not just no, which is nice. <laughs> Only things he really wants to do. Mm-hmm. But he's still saying yes instead of no to everything. Yes. Sawyer, on the other hand, is saying no to everything. Mm-hmm. It's her favorite word. How are you doing with Teenager Nathan? Fine. I like that he's more engaged in stuff and can actually do stuff now. I told you when, before he turned three, I thought three and four was going to be the best, like the best yet, because he actually mm-hmm. wants to do stuff and like play with other kids or play with us instead of just being bored or just spastic. Mm-hmm. So I like I like him better now than probably six weeks ago. <laughs> I can't even couldn't even tell you what he was doing six weeks ago. I was going to say a year from. A year ago, compared yeah. to now, I like I like what he's doing now better. He's trying stuff, and like yesterday when Gabe was trying to, 
Ollie's skateboard. So Nathan jumped on his scooter and started jumping on his scooter. <laughs> that was cute. So, I mean, that's he's just a, a very nice, innocent kid. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot more Elliot's in the world to beat him up. And I'm really not looking forward to sports if he wants to play sports because that's like he'll get brutalized in sports. Everybody does. And so there's going to be times when he just gets roughed up or beat up or defeated, you know. Mm-hmm. That'll be pretty tough. That's going to be an interesting time to see how you handle that. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to – I mean, he's not it, He's not a team player now. No. I. He's very much – as many times as we make these comparisons, he is very much Mia and Sawyer <laughs> is very much Lily. Where Nathan just wants to go and explore and run like after – you almost had to to put a restraining order on you for that kid. We went next door to the skate park, and you just ran up and down the ramps for 10 minutes until he was, like, passing out. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't care about organized sports. He just wants to run fast and, like, No, his first day of soccer of was yeah. horrendous. So he might be, he might not be into sports. He might be just wanting to do stuff. I think he's going to be a, I don't know. Definitely think he's going to dabble. Yeah, we'll do everything. Yeah. But right now, he, he he's pretty independent. Yeah. He just wants to go do fast stuff and run and be fast. Mm-hmm. So that'd be fine. If he's not in like team sports, that's fine. There's plenty of other ways to give him life lessons and stuff like that. Yeah. Team sports are very effective in it, but there's other ways to do it. I mean, Gabe's got a, he can do it all with wrestling and jujitsu and yeah. Um, you don't have to be part of the football team to or the hockey team to not be a jerk, you know, or to, to feel like defeat or know what it's like to work hard at something to succeed. So, yeah, no, I'm not worried about that. I think it's just going to be curious to see how, if he does go into sports, what kind of team player he is. Yeah. What kind of parents we become. The good thing is hopefully, well, Joe will be retired in seven, seven or eight years. Maybe I'll be retired in the same amount of time. So we'll both be out of the fire service before high school even, the end of high school even comes in the picture. Mm -hmm. So maybe it won't be like a, maybe I won't have to actively deter him from the career path. Maybe it'll just be not that big of an interest at that point. Your career path? Mm Mm-hmm. You don't want him to follow in your footsteps? No. Why? There's a lot of risk for... A good amount of reward, but there's other ways to, to make money and do stuff. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't like encourage him to, to pursue it unless he really, really liked medicine or really, really liked. I don't know something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or I would tell him to move somewhere. To find the job that he wanted to do in the fire service, mm-hmm. like some places still have just single role, um, firefighters. And so if he was in love with that, then. I would tell him to go somewhere and find that, but yeah, but he's so far away from a job. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it could all change. Like if I was, if Joe and I were working, we were halfway through a career when he was in high school. Mm. I think he would be, it'd be around him more, and he'd be more immersed in it, you know. Mm-hmm. But if we're separate from it by the time he's getting through high school, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, we can be a reference for it, but it's not like he'll be actively following our career path at that point. She's going to see how beaten down you two are and be like, man, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll look like when everybody says... Haggard no, like, old men. Do you remember when we were kids and you'd see like a 40-year-old and they looked like so old? Like that'll be me and Joe. 
Except Joel will be like in his Joel will be 50. Yeah. And uh, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, are you 80? <laughs> nope. You're like, I'm 42. <laughs> yeah, feeling good. <laughs> feeling froggy. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily drive him towards the fire service. Yeah. Yeah. There's Let's lots of other stuff you can do to make just as much money and have a fraction of the risk. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What drove you to the fire service? Joe. Stupid Joe. What drove Joe? Um, I don't know. He was probably just something to get into. He went to COD and then I don't remember. I remember he was part of Winfield and I was an explorer there and then. Like, how do you even get into the fire service? I mean, I'm sure like nowadays you just Google how to become a firefighter. But back in the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah. How did you fa- like, how, how did you know what to do? Obviously, you had Joe a little bit, but like. How did I know what to do? Like, how did, yeah, like the steps to take, how to get into it. It was just like a thing at COD you did. Well, I started with the Explorer post. So with the Like, Winfield how did you Explorers, find out about that? Through Joe, because Joe was working at Winfield part-time. Mm. And then uh, um, it was something that was like a team sport thing, which was easy to translate to from hockey. And I knew I wasn't going to go to college. Like I didn't have any desire or drive to go away to college. Mm. And Joe, I don't think Joe Which is so surprising. I didn't see the point in it. Like I didn't see the, I saw the point in going and partying. I didn't say, because you're so social. But I did that. I would like, we went to parties mm-hmm. at colleges but I don't I didn't see the point in going there for years of school because I didn't know what I wanted to do and then um uh what I was saying so Joel was at Winfield and you did Explorers yeah so that's how you got into it and then when you turn 18 it kind of coincides from when you got out of high school so then they you can apply for a part-time job and they'll sponsor you and then you can go to the academy and then you can, once you get out of the academy, you're expected to work for that department that sponsors you. So I'm a college kid today or high school kid today and I want to get at the fire service. Does it still run the same way? You have to get yeah. sponsored by a department? To go to the academy a lot of times. I think there's there might be some private academies, but usually you have to get sponsored because you have to have gear from somewhere. Like firefighting gear oh. and an air pack and some extra stuff. So, so you don't have to know anything to get hired because they send you away to school, essentially. Yeah. You have to pass. Well, to get hired part-time, I think it's just an interview, probably. And then to get hired full-time, it, that's the testing process that I was going through when we were dating. Yeah, but I never, when we were dating, I never really paid attention to what you did because I was in, had my own... Wow, that changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was in school myself, sir. I know. I had my own books to study. One of us is using our degree. Yeah? Yeah. Aren't you a sucker? <laughs> my sports management degree. <laughs> yeah. but I, that's just, the... I just used my design degree today. Did you not see those sheets on that new bed? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's very good. Um, I just get bossed around by a three-year-old and a one-year-old all day. I know. Designed me some tater tots. <laughs> I did. So, no, it's very much the same way. And to get part-time, you go get on a part-time department, and they send you. And then uh, to get full-time, you have to test. It's just a competitive testing process. 
it's kind of bananas that you don't really have to know anything to get hired onto an apartment because they send you away to school to do it. Like, you don't have to yeah. have, like, a bachelor's degree in a fire science or... No. You could just graduate college and be like, I'm going to apply to these places and mm -hmm. they're going to send me away. Yeah. Hmm. How long's the fire academy? I don't know. A couple months. That's it? Yeah. But then paramedic school is completely different, right? It's like a year. But now in Elgin, you have to be... Do you still have to be both? You don't have to be, but everybody is. Because you get paid more, right? Is that the incentive? No, they. I mean, they'll hire non-paramedics, but then they'll send you to medical school shortly after. But what's the incentive to become a paramedic besides pay? Anything? Um, if someone hires you and they send you, it doesn't matter what your incentive is. They're going to send you to school. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So all new hires are both? No. You can hire non-medic, uh -huh. and then they'll send you to paramedic right, school. Right, but then... But they want you to be both, is what I'm asking. Yeah, because it saves them money. In the long term of their career. Okay. It saves them money because they don't have to send you to school and pay for overtime while you're at school. Gotcha. So, yeah, they, they would love to hire, um, yeah, people that have recently been through an academy within the past six months and have a paramedic license. Because that way they, don't, they might not have to do either thing. They don't have to pay for you to go to school or pay mm. for your long school and pay for overtime while you're at school. Are you guys hiring right now? What is this guy doing? So annoying. Um, Are you guys hiring right now? We will be. We're always hiring. Yeah. Yeah. Like the list, you have, they have to, by law, you have to have an active list, and each list expires every three years. Oh. I didn't realize that three was for new hires, years. too. I don't know. I can't remember now. So, yeah, it's by law. So, even if you have 30 people on your list, you don't have to hire any of them, but you have to have a list. Mm. So that every couple of years they test to. Uh, update the list gotcha so but we've gone through our list in the past two two or three lists we've run through because hmm. it could take 45 or 50 people to get 10 people depending on if they get take other jobs or they just don't want the job anymore okay so you become number one on the list the hiring list mm -hmm. what's the process after that and this may be boring for people who are already firefighters but i've never really asked you these questions well, like, I was actually be... just thinking about this the other day because I was trying to remember the steps in the hiring process. And at the time, I was immersed in it for two, like two years. So I knew every step along the way. And now I can barely remember what order they're in. So you can't even answer my question. That's not the question you asked. I asked, do so you get hired on the first list? And what happens? Yeah. Like, is there an interview process? And then? I told you about, no, you're hired. That's it. You're just hired. Yeah, you don't interview after you're hired. Well, I don't know if they give you like an option to like a final interview of like, <laughs> okay, like, do you want this job or not? Yeah. They offer you a job. They call you and offer you and say, your number, whatever, and we're down to you. Would you like the job? And you can. <laughs> That's going to be real depressing if you're like number 28 on a 30 person list. Well, everyone else said no. How about you? You don't you make mean? less. They make the same amount. Um, and you can say no. I think you can defer it once. And then they'll put you basically at the top of the list if you defer it mm. for the next time they hire people. Gotcha. And then if you say no, they'll kick you off. But then you're in. And then and then it's up to you to leave. But you're hired at that point. I'm very froggy. It's all the running you did today at the park? I run fast. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, then you're hired and then you're on probation. After you get back from the academy, then your probation starts. No. Your probation starts, then you have to go to the academy. It's a year long. 
You're like so far in the rearview mirror. I don't even think about it. It is. I used to have it all mapped out. No, I, I don't have any clue. Yeah. I think a lot of things are different though too. They're doing tests differently now. Like when I tested, it was one day. Like the test was on a certain day mm-hmm. and you had to go to the college or whatever and take it. And it was a room full of 500 people and you tested. Mm-hmm. And now they do it. First, they, two years ago, two lists ago, they gave several days and you had to go to a testing center so you could show up one of three or four days and just take the test. And then somebody's just saying this one was just virtual. Like you just sign in with your credentials and take it from anywhere. And then there's like a window of a month that you can take the test. So it's a completely different yeah. process now anyways. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Is it now? <laughs> uh, I've asked you. I know. I mean, I went through it with you. Apparently but not. Partially. I was busy. <laughs> Trying to forge my own way, kid. I know. Now look at me. Plowed it right into me. <laughs> forged it. Consider it forged. Oh, please. Do you have any more questions that I probably answered 10 years ago? Okay. Not about 10 years ago. What's your favorite thing about Zoe right now? Because she's getting pretty fun. Um, something that she does, probably. <laughs> like, one of her reactions or, or, scream, or <laughs> screaming or something like that. Or, like, her yelling or when she does, like, the... I don't know, she does some stupid sound. <laughs> like, like her her pterodactyl sounds and she makes a face like she's surprising herself by making it I don't know something goofy so just all of her is your favorite part yeah that's, which is 90% of what she does so. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe next time we'll do like maybe you can offer some advice to people going through the early stages of dating a firefighter while they're testing or while they get on the Oof. get hired or whatever Obviously, you didn't pay any attention to what I was doing. I barely saw you. Maybe you can pay attention to what you were doing at that time. Doing my own thing. Yeah. No, you you studied a lot. I think, I mean. And then you can do one for advice for spouses or significant others through promotional exams. Don't have a newborn, that's for sure. Yeah. Once again, make it about you. Good. Ugh, please. And then... You what? have a flair for the dramatics right now. Whatever. I can come up with a few pointers. I feel like the hiring part, that's hard. Because were you, where were, where were you working? Winfield when we started dating? Mm-hmm. But you were in paramedic school. That's what you were doing when we first started dating. Yeah. But I feel, think. You can feel it. I can feel it too. Weren't you like at the very end of it though? I don't know. I feel like you were, were like in the middle of it, so you were almost done. Maybe. So it was the early stages of our relationship, where yeah. I was in school too. Yeah. So we barely saw each other between both of us going to school and working. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if I have like the best advice for someone going through that, but I could, I mean, I guess all of it is just, just they're going to disappear. You're going to disappear for hours and study and be a little cranky and high strung. Yeah. So I just got to do everything. Diffuse the situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then buy a dog that I like, so I invite you into my home. That you like? Yeah. You like Lily? Mia. Oh. 
I was like, mm. But you still credit for the only reason that I asked you to move in with me was because of Mia. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I'm not here to dispute that fact. No. Do you have anything else you want to tell people? <laughs> Be a force shifter. Yeah. <laughs> Capable and durable. Right? On the job and away from it. Do you remember which one is which? What? Where you're supposed to be durable and where you're supposed to be capable. Cool, guys. Thanks. Capable. So we'll <laughs> no, because then I fast forward. Okay. <laughs> thanks. Bye. <laughs>